Hey everyone, we're rolling into another episode of the Alaska Ketamine and Other Stuff podcast. I'm your host, April Erickson, and I'm coming to you from the Birch Mountain Studio in Anchorage, Alaska. Please follow us at AK Ketamine on Facebook, Insta, and Twitter, and on the web at birchmountainak.com. Hey everyone, this is April. I'm super excited about this episode. I'm sorry it took it took me so long to get it to you. It took uh, Annie and I a while to get together, but we have finally made it here. I'm excited to hear what she has to say about her experience with ketamine, and I hope you are too. Okay, here we go. I've got Annie here with me. Like I said before, Annie's a mom of two, a wife. She's 32 years old. She's a medical assistant and she is one of my ketamine clients. And I just wanted to give her an opportunity to talk about her experience. How are you doing today, darling? Good. How are you? Great. <laughs> it's good to have you here and see you again, smiling and happy. Um, okay. So Annie, I just wanted to, what is your history on why you sought ketamine? Um, <clears throat> so I have a history of hemorrhaging, which is really random. Yes. He hemorrhaging, like, in general, or, like, for certain things? Or, um, I don't even know, like, how to explain it. Like, because I, I mean, how else are you supposed to hemorrhage? Like, Right. Yeah. Well, some people bleed. Like, some people, like, you could just tap them on the arm and they start bleeding, but yours was surgical, correct? And babies. With childbirth. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so your history was PTSD um, uh, from hemorrhaging in childbirth. And what kind of problems is that causing your life? Um, really bad anxiety. I was having flashbacks to Van's birth, and I didn't understand what was happening mm -hmm. until I was talking to um someone who was in war like back in oh yeah like I don't know back in the day, and mm -hmm. he was like I was going into surgery, and he was like explained his flashback. And I was like, oh, well, uh, yeah, like that sounds familiar. Yeah. So you didn't even know what it was. <laughs> no, not at yeah. all. And then you finally sought some help. Mm -hmm. um, so what did you seek out first to try to help with this? Um, so first it was, it was just super bad anxiety. I couldn't even like sit down. If I heard like a loud noise, I was like startled, like scared, like yeah. jumped up, like in just couldn't control it and so we tried like medications like anti-anxiety medicine <clears throat> and you saw were you seeing just your regular doctor mm -hmm. first okay so you started with your regular doctor with that kind of stuff okay. mm -hmm. and then she was like let's do some sleep medication how about let's try some other medication to stop your flashbacks let's try like some stuff to like help you sleep so you're not having like these night terrors mm -hmm. <laughs> so I was like on this crazy cocktail right I couldn't control like any of it yeah, so you felt, like, completely out of control. I remember that when you came in. You're like, I just can't even do life anymore. Uh -uh. I can't feel like I can't have a job. feel like I can't, yeah. you know, take care of your kids, make their lunches. I had to take off, like, six weeks of work to, like, get everything, like, settled down. Because then we started, like, talk therapy, and they were kind of like, hey, you have PTSD. And I'm like, well, mm. how? What? Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, see, people don't realize that they're normal... I think people think that PTSD is just like the military or just mm -hmm. like a shooting or, but it can be like an everyday life event that like totally changes your life. Totally. And I, I thought I was, I was super embarrassed to admit that I did have PTSD because I was just like, I survived. Like how, 
how how yeah you're like is that what you mean like you're like okay there's people in war that have ptsd and i have it from having a baby like not mm-hmm, that totally. is that why you were ashamed because you didn't yeah, feel like... i was like i'm so dramatic I'm like <laughs> how how did this happen and stuff and i still get like comments like if someone finds out of ptsd they're like oh what were you in war and i'm like yeah okay more of my body <laughs> like <right>? sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think it's hard you know because like it's not like you have control over it. I don't think anybody has control over what, what they get. No, not at all. And then, so it was just, it was out, it was so bad. Like, oh. Yeah. So hemorrhaging with babies and that caused you some issues. Correct. Yeah. So hemorrhage with both births and then I had a hysterectomy and hemorrhage two weeks after it mm. while I was at home with both girls. And so I didn't realize you can get PTSD from that. But you can. Right? I mean, that's pretty traumatic. You know, like, you're already emotional. You're having a baby. And then and then something like that happens. So it can be. So did you have anything before those hemorrhages? Mm-mm. I mean, like, maybe, like, anxiety. Mm-hmm. But nothing, like, crazy. I mean, not even, like, I don't even want to say crazy. It's just, I thought, I don't know. Like, you felt normal. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you're just saying that. The earthquake, too, bothered you. Tell yeah. me about that. So the earthquake um, completely set me off. I was already kind of, like, in and out of, like, a stressors mm-hmm. or, like, fight or flight. And then when the earthquake happened, my body just couldn't handle anymore. And I flashed back to Van's birth. And then I started kind of going into, like, psychosis. Yeah, you said you, like, <clears throat> would just stare and, like, you couldn't do anything, right? Mm-hmm. And like, people at work were really worried about you. Yeah, like, because I worked with psychologists and they were like, oh, they're like, because so, like, I was in a room with them when the earthquake happened and I flashed back to Van's birth and I started saying stuff like I was in Van's birth and mm-hmm. they're, like, witnessing it, like, oh, she's not physically with us right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, she's physically with us, yeah. but she is not mentally with <laughs> yeah, us. And so, like, after, like, a week or so, they were like, do you remember the earthquake? And I was like, no, not at all. And they're like, do you like have like some kind of like trauma like underlying? And then so they were like asking me. Like, so this <laughs> is what set the whole thing in motion to figure out that you had PTSD. Yes. You were in the right place, at least with the right people. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they're like, oh, that does not make sense for what's going on right now. <laughs> right. So, so you did your talk therapy and you got you got on meds with the mental health folks as well. Like they took over that portion and started helping you that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and how did like, so how did that go for you? I guess. Um, I mean, it was all like, okay. Mm-hmm. It helped. It helped. Mm-hmm. And then we also did EMDR, which helped a lot. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of like OCD tendencies mm-hmm. from childbirth. since I had Van that I didn't realize were OCD tendencies. (laughs) And then so, like, I went through EMDR and they just, like, stopped, like, slowly. Like, I was... That's great. I wasn't waking up in the middle of the night, like, putting on lotion, like, three times a night, like, three or four times a night. (laughs) I bet your skin was really soft, but you weren't real rested. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right, so what led you on the search for ketamine? Um, During EMDR... You get worse before you get better. Okay. Because you're going into your flashbacks over and over and over again. And then you just kind of get placed into that moment of time for a while. Mm -hmm. And then you 
and just it's the scariest darkest healing you could go through and so I was looking online one day and I was like this like all these things that are working for people are not working for me Mm -hmm. and I felt super inadequate I was working out taking supplements like reading these books that people were telling me to read like meditating and I'm like I hate meditating like (laughs) yeah so you were like trying to take care of your body and your mind exercising eating well all that stuff Mm -hmm. and nothing and then I saw an article on MSN about um ketamine. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, what's this? What's this? Yeah. And then so I looked up ketamine clinics here and you found me. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> so we did S ketamine's the nasal spray, mm-hmm. which just got approved. But we did the IV ketamine. Um what I guess were your like anxieties, perceptions, thoughts like before we did our first infusion? You know what I mean? Um you came in you were pretty nervous i was um yeah well because i mm. i would recommend not asking anyone about their experiences with ketamine because i got especially their recreational experiences yeah. <laughs> right I, like i heard like horror stories of people being like i was hallucinating so bad like and just freaked me out and i'm like but then i'm also like well i during psychosis was kind of hallucinating so it can't be much worse than that like right. yeah yeah <laughs> you're like I, there's only up from here yeah i'm like oh i'm like that's nice um yeah so but most of the people you had talked to were like it was a recreational ketamine thing mm-hmm. okay okay and, um but that was mostly like i was just super scared to be stuck in a hallucination oh yeah 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 okay or, like, have it not work. Yeah. And I'd be that person that, like, just spent money and I'm, like, still the same spot and mm-hmm. just, yeah. Yeah, just kind of, like, hopeless. hmm Yeah. Okay, so fearful that it wouldn't work and stuff. So how was, like, can you describe your actual experiences, like, when you came in? Yeah. You know, like, the first time and then as you went through. I think, so the first time I was... You don't come in feeling excited because you made it to a point in your life where you're like, holy shit, I'm doing some kind of like... Experimental thing or <laughs> yeah. something. Yeah. You're like, yeah. oh, like this, you're just, you're sad. You're sad mm-hmm. that you're at this point. And then coming in, it was, you're just nervous because I've never like met you before. And so mm-hmm. I'm talking to you through email and like phone calls and like scheduling and I'm like, I still don't feel validated that I even have PTSD because it's yeah. still just like, it's crazy to me. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> I came in and it just felt, I came in with my husband and it felt just uh, comfortable. Like I didn't, I didn't feel scared. Yeah. Like, so you felt like comfortable when you got in and we finally met and then we started talking. And mm-hmm. I think that's important for people. Um, I don't think people realize sometimes like how important that like bond is that you create between the person who's giving your infusion. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm not a mental health provider, it's like important that you feel comfortable, mm-hmm. safe, you know, that whole thing that like I'm watching over you and, and stuff like that. So Yeah, because mm-hmm. I mean, I have I wasn't really around anyone outside of like the behavioral health field that was like oh, I totally get that you have PTSD. It was mostly like, what? What? <laughs> what? Yeah, and so I was just like, so nervous. Like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go in there and feel like a complete pansy. 
yeah and stuff so but you didn't so yeah that's <laughs> so um how did you feel like before and after treatments like you know like the good the bad the ugly i know you, you got nauseated yeah super and bad. we decided eventually that that was just your anxiety mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no yeah and so anxiety gives me nausea and um not enough zofran in the world <laughs> took it away exactly because yeah you can't if yeah. it's up here right <laughs> but um the when you, when i came in and you told me like most people describe it as like you're just kind of like a like swimming like a dolphin through water and i was mm-hmm. like what is that mean yeah but if you do you just kind of feel like you're floating mm-hmm. yes a lot of people have given that description like you're floating and mm-hmm. and then yeah. there were some times mm-hmm. where i mean if you thought about it you would see memories but it wasn't i didn't have like the vivid things that i was reading about like people would look back on their lives and stuff but yeah it it just i felt like i was floating and um so it was like relaxing and comfortable it mm-hmm. wasn't like anxiety provoking yeah there was one time i would not suggest coming in like feeling upset about something else going I on do in your life i remember that i do remember that because <laughs> that heightens it yes and, <laughs> you, and yeah oh. still after you were just like <laughs> you just feel so cranky after like yeah just, tight anxious because it just because you were still thinking about the stuff before yeah i do remember that and um i think after that is one of the times when i tell people i'm like make sure you don't have stress with your spouse with your kids you don't have to like be somewhere like you can just chill after Mm -hmm. and um yeah like you said nothing before that's really got you upset Uh so when did you start noticing change or like did you notice it first was it your spouse your kids your coworkers? like tell me about um how many infusions it took and you know like just the experience of when you started noticing something um so after the first one i was super nauseous for like the first two days because then after i had like three days after i had the second one something like that and then um after the second infusion i noticed changes while i was out work because mm-hmm. my brain was shutting down a lot on me like I would be in the middle of doing something and it would just all my thoughts would go away it was like cobwebs were like over my memories and I couldn't I could feel what I was remembering but I couldn't think of it like it was yeah it was like trapped it was weird mm-hmm. and then so I'd be like so you were like not functional at work like you would just be like Ugh. I'd be like for like maybe a half hour and then everything would just go blank and I would like panic and get like super upset because I'm like, how do I control this? Like, I still want to like be able to function in my normal life, but mm-hmm. it's like hard when everything like shuts down after just you, anything happens. Right? Yeah. Like after you go to the bathroom. Or, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. You got your morning coffee and you just shut down. Yeah. yeah I'm that's... like, oh, like what was I thinking about? And then that's, I couldn't like think of like, regular words i would go to target and be like i don't even know why i'm here yeah (laughs) like (laughs) yeah that happens to me all the time but i think that's something different i'm not sure um so so what did you notice at work when you started to notice the change then i was able to focus longer periods of time Mm -hmm. in it I remember I just got so much work done in one day. You're like, oh my god! I know. I was like, I want. I was like, I can think. Yeah. Like, what did your coworkers like? Did they notice too, or was it just like kind of private for you? It or? was more private. I wanted to wait until after, until like I noticed some changes and stuff. But 
no, yeah, it was super exciting. I, like, went home and was like, Princeton, like, I was able to, like, play on the computer all day long without everything shutting down. And <laughs> Nice. So, so you first noticed change at work, and then as you kept going in the process, like, what else did you notice in your life? Like, how did you notice? Um, it's just, I noticed waking up in the morning, I wasn't, I didn't feel like this impending, like, just, Mm -hmm. I got up and was able to, like, make the girls' lunches. Mm-hmm. And you hadn't been doing that before. Mm-hmm. Like, like, getting dressed. Princeton was, like, doing all of it. Yeah, my husband was taking care of everything in the mornings and, like, just letting me do my own thing. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I could get up and interact with the girls. That's good. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so, like, did they notice? Like, hey, mom, you're... Yay! You know? Um, like... I think they kind of did, and now they totally notice because they would talk about how I would sleep all the time before, mm-hmm. and then how I just wasn't hanging out with them, and they're like, "Oh, hanging out with us now, like watching movies, like we're making food," and I'm like, "I know." I'm like, "That's so sad that you guys noticed for like a whole year of your life I was checked out." Yeah, but I just I so didn't know were, I was. <laughs> they were stoked to get like get their mom back, mm-hmm. and your husband was like, "I'm sure stoked to get you back to." He was very skeptical at first, mm-hmm. but I still like check in with him all the time, and I'm like, "Do do you notice these changes?" And he's like, "Yes, I do." Like, yeah, it's like, visibly like way different. That's awesome. <laughs> that is that is awesome. That's what I. So I guess um, let's see. And so, how long has it been now since your last infusion? That's been a while, huh? I think my last one because we did a booster in October. No, end of September. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's been like three months. And you're still like, feel like you're mm-hmm. on the right train here. Every once in a while, if I like have like a bad day, like anyone normally does, I'm like, oh yeah. my gosh, like I'm expecting myself to like completely spiral like I used to because I didn't have the tools or my body just wasn't going to be able to like bounce back. And yeah. now I like always prepared like, oh my gosh, is this going to get bad again? And then mm-hmm. I like bounce back and I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that was just a bad day. Like, <laughs> Yeah, because I, well, I remember, I think we talked a while back, and you were like, oh, I think I need one. And you're like, well, it was a bad day today. Let me wait a couple days and see. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, definitely. Wait a couple days. Yeah. And you were like, oh, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> I, think I, I was just, I am always, like, waiting for the worst, I guess, which is, I think I'm always going to be like that. Well, I think um, a lot of people are like that that have gotten to the ketamine point because everything else has failed them, right? Or they get, like, a temporary bump from a med and then it goes back down. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, when is it going to ha- When's the other shoe going to fall kind of thing? Totally, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. <clears throat> but hopefully not. At least we know that, like, you know, everybody needs boosters at different times, and it's been, like, quite a while for you. And are you still taking any other meds? I now? am. I take, um, I take a an antidepressant daily okay and i also take vitamin d daily okay and then good but you feel pretty stabilized on mm-hmm. that now like whereas before like you were you taking the same thing before yes and it just um wasn't i mean i am now off of ambien and i'm now off of prazosin for the night terrors nice. <laughs> and like they had me like on this like olanzapine or something and, mm-hmm. like, and i i mean like that's been a long time ago yeah but, i mean 
but it's nice to just be in like a few days mm -hmm. just to now so amazing yeah <laughs> yeah um so i guess what advice do you have for anybody else who's thinking about ketamine treatment here um um i guess just i don't know just check into it just mm -hmm. call just talk you know i mean i guess that's that's what i would say it's like you're not committing to anything by asking questions by making a phone call for sure no yeah, yeah. and then i think so you wrote to me and was like you are not alone and that was the first time i ever heard that mm. and so i think that helped just a lot because I, I felt super alone so i yeah. mean it just doesn't hurt to reach out yeah so, and yeah, I mean, like, we're trying to break the whole mental health stigma anyway, mm -hmm. so it's been, like, amazing and brave of you to, like, you know, you post on Instagram and Facebook and all this stuff about your experience, and I think, you know, hopefully that'll give other people, like, the hope to, like, okay, yeah, like, she's, like, a normal person, just mm -hmm. like me. She's got kids. She's got a family. She's got a job, and I'm kind of in the same place where I'm, like, not functioning right, and, mm -hmm. you know if you had broken your leg we would have fixed it right so right? it's like <laughs> when something goes wrong in there we should just fix it and not look at people differently right <laughs> that's what i think <laughs> all right so um finishing up like anything else you want to share that you would think would help somebody else um or, you know, anything else you want to share about your experience and, um, you know, with, with me and with us and um, everything, you know, that would help make it better for others? Yeah, um, I guess just come in if you do decide. Relaxed. Don't have, like, the stressors. Mm -hmm. um, wear yeah. something cozy. Yeah. And then, like, ask for the heated blanket because it's amazing. <laughs> right? The heated blanket, the yeah. heating pad. Don't move your head a whole bunch because that just makes you feel like you're on a boat. Like, <laughs> could, could help with nausea. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. All right. Yeah. Or else you'll need a bark bag. <laughs> Which I have plenty. Mm -hmm. We have plenty. <laughs> but yeah, don't see it often, but it happens sometimes. And right? then um, be cozy after. Yeah, I always went over to like Fire Tap and got <laughs> some food, pretzel and cheese, and brought it home. It was always so good, and I'm just like cozy up next to the girls. And then about like a half hour after hour, you didn't feel as loopy, like you were. Yeah. So how long does it take the? You know, so you feel kind of like like a little tipsy, right? Yeah. Like you've had a little bit to drink. Yeah. Yeah. You feel it's weird because you're like all there mm -hmm. in your head but you're like oh i can't control like my body the coordination well. yeah stuff. so kind of like <laughs> yeah like so kind of a little tipsy uh so you think it takes like 30 minutes an hour and you're kind of coming out of it mm -hmm. and then you just kind of feel tired after mm -hmm. but um yeah i definitely say don't come in with heavy issues on your mind yeah come in with an open mind clear mind yeah mm -hmm. and uh not a lot of work to do after yeah, and then, yeah. like, also focus on, like, the good things that you want to think about. Mm -hmm. Does that seem to help? Yeah, it seems uh, most people do, you know, like, focus on your girls, or if you like to, you know, fish or run or whatever, like, focus on a happy thing and then um, and then just kind of let it take you where it goes, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've had a couple people say, like, don't fight it, 
it seems like that would cause anxiety, mm -hmm. you know, among them to be like fighting it a little bit. So anyway. All right, Annie. Well, thanks for joining me. <laughs> and um, uh, I will list your um, your Instagram and everything if people want to reach out and ask questions, stuff like that. I know you've been more than willing to chat with people and share your experience. So well, sure. All right. Don't hesitate to reach out, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Annie is amazing. Yes, like she said, don't hesitate. Thanks again for listening. If you have any questions, don't he hesitate to reach out. It's april at birchmountainak.com or you can contact us through the website, all um, secure at www.birchmountainak.com. Please don't forget to follow us on Insta and Facebook at AK Ketamine. A link to uh, Annie's Instagram uh, we'll be in the description if you guys want to follow her too. So um, once again, thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.